Hello from elsewhere. I'm Valerie. And I'm Casey. So you and I, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day, at least traditionally. No, we, we do our... more now that the ki- now that we have kids. True. It's fun to. We give they want to do the hearts and cards the... and goodies yes. and things. But uh, but you and I, we're never really into it. We we have our own tradition. We call Valentine's Day. So we thought we'd celebrate that today with all of you. Generally, we do something like. We'll watch a movie with a good villain. It's pretty simple, nothing extravagant, but we wanted to bring that into the podcast. So here we are. We're going to have some fun with this episode. It's going to be a little bit silly. But before we get started, Casey, I have an all-important question for you. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's just more of a, a Valentine's Day question. Yes. So Valentine's Day actually plays a role in most of the Harry Potter books, but it never really makes it into the movies. Mm. Do you have a favorite Harry Potter Valentine's moment? Isn't there a, um, a what's it called? Like a, a floating Cupid at some point somewhere? Yes. Is it in the Great Hall? Or is it in the rest? No, it's in the cafe. No, what happens is I should Lockhart, know, I just read this recently. Lockhart hires these little floating Cupids. I don't remember if they're house elves that could fly. There's something about them. I don't think they're actual Cupids, but I don't There's remember. something wrong about the situation. Like he's put someone yeah. out of Gnomes zone. Yeah, gnomes that are dressed up like yeah. Cupids or whatever it is. Anyways, he's got like multiple of them and they're flying around the school delivering love notes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so Harry gets one from Ginny. We find out later it's from Ginny and he's like super embarrassed. Oh, yeah. So that's really good. Totally forgot about that. Also, there is the time that they spend in um oh what's the shop in hogsmeade that cho and harry potter go to yeah that was the cafe i was thinking yes. of yeah whatever uh, it's called Pud- pudfoots madam pudfoots yeah that something right. like that yes puttyfoot is there an i in there there might be we should probably know that <laughs> but just that is a great scene because there are, you know other couples all over the place that are snogging and harry's like what are we supposed to be doing here? <laughs> yes, it's Madame Puttyfoot's Tea Shop is the official title go. of the re- the restaurant, the shop. Some magical Harry Potter Valentine's Day moments that did not make it into the films. So in today's episode, we have randomized a list of villains, the greatest movie and book villains around. And we are going to imagine that this is like an elementary school classroom. You know when you would pass out Valentines to each other? Um, although in this case, they might be more extravagant than just a card and some conversation hearts. And so we're deciding what villain A would give to villain B and vice versa for Valentine's. And just jump right in, I guess. Here we go. What would Sid from Toy Story give to Sauron? Oh. Hmm. I feel like they're both into the uh, pyrotechnics. No, something fire. So involved. I think there'd yeah. be something fiery involved. Mm-hmm. Maybe some flaming arrows i think Sauron would give him a job like oh. sid is very good at torture and yeah he'd be like this orc over here with the whip and with like half a face he's not doing a very good job so we're going to replace him with sid from toy story and sid because he's be really a master. good at that <laughs> so sid gets hired and i think that sid gives sauron i'm sticking with flaming arrows okay i, I think fire yeah there's gonna be <laughs> fire involved or, well, I would say he's good, you know, jewelry, because apparently Sauron's very into the jewelry for mm. Valentine's Day or any day of the year, really. That one special ring for that one special someone. <laughs> All right. Two-Face and Jafar from Aladdin. 
I just picture Jafar as having some like very nice lotions. Like Jafar seems he the type seem that like would a, have some like really good lotions. He like an oily person, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that he would have a special lotion just for Two Face, for his face. He's like, here's some moisturizing lotion for your face. Yeah. It'll help you feel better. It won't repair the skin or anything, but at least you'll smell nice. Yeah. But what would Two Face give Jafar for Valentine's Day? See, I think it'd go the w- other way around. I think Two Face would know that Jafar likes the lotions. And is that kind of person. So he'd give him lotions. You know? They're the type that would give each other the same gift and laugh about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> arm in arm. <laughs> I think what Two-Face was really hoping for was like a magic carpet ride. He's like, hey, Jafar, can you get your hands on that magic carpet? Yeah, the wind would just hurt on his face doing that. Hurt his teeth? Yeah. I don't think <laughs> so that would feel very good. The wind blows through his cheeks. Ew. <laughs> he'd like feel it on his brain. Yeah. Brain freeze <laughs> from a magic carpet ride. Poor Two-Face. All right, this one's getting gross, so let's move on. <laughs> Snoke, Supreme Leader Snoke, and President Business from the Lego movie. Or Lord Business, I guess. Both are villainous. They're the same person. but I feel like they're very similar characters. It's a good pairing. Hmm. Interesting. Could talk a whole episode about those two. <laughs> <laughs> Join from, us next time. From on. their like big seats and their mm. big heads and their big... <laughs> They both have a sense of like, of making themselves look bigger than they actually are. Exactly. Snoke just does it through holograms. President of Business does it through Lego pieces. And but yeah, that's I've true. always wondered about that because you know you don't see Snoke in person in. You do in the Last Jedi. Well, no, I'm just saying in the Force Awakens you don't mm-hmm. see Snoke in person. Right. So you like see him as this like giant hologram and you're like well is he actually giant nobody knew everyone was wondering is is the last movie going to be like some battle of jedi running up snoke's giant arm yeah so is this like of course that's not the case the star wars version of like enhance he's like enhance enhance, (laughs) zoom in enhance (laughs) zoom in enhance make me look massive or like wizard of oz that's what he's like Mm -hmm. he's like the giant face behind the behind the curtain Mm -hmm. i hadn't thought about that before the gold pajama curtain yes that's what President Business would get for Snoke. He's like, hey. A new robe. You need a new gold. He's like, this time we're going to go for the sequins. He's going to bedazzle it himself. A homemade Ooh. bedazzled robe for Snoke. That's what President Lego Business Lego bedazzle made. or just regular bedazzle? Lego bedazzle. Okay. He like spelt out Snoke in the back with like mm-hmm. pips. <laughs> well, in that case, I think Snoke would give President Business hologram capabilities so he could look even bigger to uh, all the yes. little Lego people. To be even more menacing. Yeah. Now, what would the Witch King of Angmar give to Magneto? Oh, that's easy. His helmet. <laughs> He's just going to hand that over? Yep. He's like, Magneto, your helmet's not as cool as my helmet. Mm-hmm. But does his helmet have the same properties as Magneto's helmet? Well, it, Magneto just wants it because it's metal, not necessarily to wear. Ah. Uh, yeah. Because Magneto's helmet is working fine. It's keeping Charles out. See, that's what I was going to say. His, so he doesn't want to wear it. Mm-hmm. He wants to be able to like what, wield it like a weapon. Well, I was just thinking maybe this is after the Witch King's face gets all crumpled up, gross, mm. post-AON. And so Magneto's present is just to reshape the helmet for him. Aw, so thoughtful. Yeah. He's like, you know, you really loved this thing and it got ruined. I'm going to fix it for you. Mm-hmm. It's always a great present idea. Replace something that somebody loved. Absolutely. All right. HAL 9000 from 2001 Space Odyssey and Darth Vader. Why, why am I picturing HAL just like on Darth Vader's chest? <laughs> like as part of his... Yeah, uh, part of his chest 
plate, plate his, the mechanics buttons and stuff, yeah. Because it's his best friend. It's like having a shoulder angel, but he's got Hal he's 9000. Got Hal <laughs> on his chest, just his hanging chest. out. He's like, can't do that for you, I'm Vader. sorry, Tarkin. <laughs> I can't do that. I can do that impression better. I'm sorry, Tarkin. I can't do that for you. I think that's what Hal would give to Darth Vader. Is he's like, I will be your presence to deal with all the underlings. I will be the one to just tell him to leave you alone. And you can just like cut the air off if Vader's mad because Hal has control of everything in the mm. ship's systems. Or Hal could, they could just plug Hal in and he could have found out like the flaw in the Death Star and saved the whole empire. Would have figured that yeah, out. He just looked through the plans himself. He's a smart computer. He yeah. could have done that. All right. Next. It, wait. What would Vader give to Hal? We didn't say that. What do you give to a... Hal seems like he's good. He doesn't want anything. He just wants control. He wants everything to be or or you know very orderly. No, I know he want Darth Vader will just sing Daisy for him. <laughs> Daisy, Daisy, and Hal will be so happy about that. That's it. All he wants is a, uh, a song, a, a serenade. He wants to be serenaded for Valentine's Day by James Day. Earl Jones. Well, who, I want that. I know who wouldn't <laughs> want to be serenaded by who the heck are you? All right, Bane and Loki. I just feel like after each one, I have to pause for a minute and revel in these pairings because because they're so much fun they're so much fun bane's going to realize that you know loki is very much about appearances and so he's gonna give him a new staff <laughs> i can't do a bane but it's <laughs> the best bane i've ever heard <laughs> he gets him a new you know a All new you staff or something sean connery with like a muffle over your mouth. That's what I was trying. I was like, that sounded a little bit too much like Sean Connery, though. <laughs> That's all you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Loki would give Bane... I think Loki would forget that he's supposed to give a present to somebody else until, like, last minute. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah, so he'd be, like, at the, at the uh, gas station convenience store trying to, like... Find Bane's favorite yeah, snack. That I think I think you're right. Although I think Loki. He's like Bane. Here's a smoothie because I know you have to eat things with a straw. <laughs> I, I think I think you're right. I don't know about the straw thing, but I think you're right about Loki and his gift giving practices. Except, I think that he plans out Thor's gift. He doesn't let anyone know that he. But he's been like thinking about Thor's gifts, like all the time. That's only because he wants to prank him, though. A gift that looks good on the surface, but is actually mean. It's me, Loki. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he knows I love snakes. I picked up the snake. <laughs> Go watch a, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's a little Ragnarok reference. Go watch it. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Professor Umbridge from Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix and subsequent books. And Gollum from the Lord of the Rings. Umbridge would be so grossed out by Gollum. Miss, mm. you know... No, doesn't like the half breeds. I think I think Umbridge has that one cat that she doesn't like. That's all like gross looking, and so she just gives that cat to Gollum, <laughs> and Gollum loves that cat. So she has like a hairless cat. Yeah, like the creepiest cat you've ever imagined. Like have, it know, looks the, like a Gollum version of a cat. Episode where there's this like hairless cat. It sounds semi familiar. And they yeah, that would be the cat that they would give to it. I'm just thinking. It's think got of like Gollum. a it's got like a bedazzled ring. You know, collar on it. Does it have the the black speech written on it in flame? Yes. Um, no, just picture Gollum, but a cat. A cat Gollum. And that's basically what the cat that Umbridge gives to Gollum looks like. And Gollum best loves it. Friends. Yeah. And now he can talk to the cat instead of to he himself. He has friends now, yeah. So <laughs> He um, won't spend so much time I in guess, his own I guess mind. Gollum says Smeagol doesn't have any friends, not Gollum. I think Gollum's 
fine without having any friends, but Smeagol's not. Probably. I'd say most villains don't care if they have friends. Hmm. That's an interesting uh, interesting idea. Query? Well, what would Gollum give to Umbridge? Gollum doesn't have much. But, but you know what? He hangs out in some deep, dark mines. I bet he found some, you know, like, unchiseled diamonds or... Something uh, shiny. Or, uh, lith- what is it, lithril? No. Mithril. Mithril, yeah. yeah. He found some, you know, mithril, something really expensive to suit her mm. taste. Or something pink. Ooh, some a pink, pink gems yeah. out of the mines. Mm-hmm. He's been to a lot of dark, pla- dark, deep places. He found some cool things, I'm sure. Okay, what would Scarecrow from Batman give to Syndrome from Incredibles? Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like they would team up really well. I don't know why, but I can just picture them. Syndrome's like, hey, can I just borrow your mask for the day? It wouldn't fit over his hair. There's so much gel in that. That's what he would give him, more gel for his hair. Scarecrow's like, I know you go through this a lot. Here's your favorite gel-based hair product. Mm -hmm. Moose. Leslie, friend to friend. You don't use moose anymore, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I think Syndrome would design a better way of, like, shooting out the fear gas. Because Syndrome's an inventor, so he could help. Scarecrow kind of out there. Scarecrow's it. pretty smart there, but maybe they could work together on something. All right, what would Agatha Trunchbull from the book Matilda give to Norman Bates for Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day, excuse me, <laughs> and vice versa. So Agatha Trunchbull is very much into, you know, weightlifting, shot put, mm-hmm. etc. So Norman Bates would give her, like, uh, time with, like, a professional trainer to, like, work oh. on her skills some more. Get her, you know, Olympics right. ready. See, I was just going to say that Miss Trunchbull would give Norman Bates training lessons because she's so good at that. I don't think Norman cares about mm. his physique, though. Maybe she has, like... Gifts are always about what the other person wants. True. Maybe maybe she has some, like, old dresses. Like, Miss Trunchbull's, like, so buff from all the working out, so she probably has some old clothes that she doesn't don't fit anymore. anymore. But He's Norman's like, hey, skeleton mom you would can put surely these. fit in those clothes. Here's some new outfits. Yeah, for mom, for mother. So creepy. <laughs> Still not over that movie, Psycho. All right, Emperor Palpatine and Captain Hook. What does their Valentine celebration look like? I think Captain Hook goes all out and um, forces uh, Smee to prepare a beautiful candlelight dinner for them mm-hmm. aboard the aboard the Jolly Roger. There. I was thinking he he made he would make some sort of pirate hat for Palpatine. Because what would make Palpatine more formidable than a pirate hat? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a gift Palpatine's like, thanks. <laughs> I'll wear it every day. <laughs> he just sets it to the side. No, Captain Hook's going to create a romantic meal aboard the Jolly Roger, out under the starlight. For Sheev. Sheev yep. Palpatine. Exactly. Which, can we talk about that name? Sheev. Yeah, where did that come from? No wonder from? he became a villain. He's like, my parents named me Sheev. I'm taking over the galaxy. Inevitable. To be very careful what you name your children. So what would Palpatine give to Hook? As they're sitting in the starlight? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. He would... I didn't know that you were shipping them. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm happy with it. I just didn't know it was a possibility. But. Well, I just think they're spending a nice candlelit dinner okay. aboard the Jolly Roger under the starlight. And Captain Hook's hook, he's going to give his hook, like, lightning powers. Or a lightsaber. Like, no, his hook is going to have lightning powers, so then he can just like aim his hook at the sky and shoot Peter Pan out of the well, sky that's now. What I was saying, I was saying instead of a hook, he would just have a 
built-in lightsaber. Mm, in place of the hook. Yeah. I see. Something to make him more formidable against that that little boy that keeps besting maybe he him. Would, maybe Palpatine would just electrocute the crocodile for him. For him. Take away his greatest fear. Mm. That'd be a grand gift. All right, Thanos and Saruman. Perhaps with the you know time stone in place, Thanos would gift Saruman the chance to go back in time and fix one of his many errors. Maybe he wants to keep Orthanc unflooded. Or Thanos could give him the power stone so he could take over the Shire more easily. Ah, uh, yes, because he is attempting that at the end there. I think Saruman would give Thanos the Palantir. It's another magical gem-like object. He's very much a object. collector mm-hmm. of those, yeah. yes. Now, what would Voldemort give to the Joker? Wow, talk about a match made in heaven. That's what I thought, too. So I'm thinking that the Joker would give Voldemort some lipstick. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, yeah. you've got this pasty skin thing going on. Great. <laughs> Next step, add a little color in there, a little splash of red. Or a purple jacket, too. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Really jazz up his outfit there. Meanwhile, Voldemort would give the Joker Horcrux so that he can return and continue to um, annoy Batman till the end so of time. So he can finally convince Batman to kill him, but then not even actually die. Yeah. That's, yeah. I Just like to that. keep coming back and torturing Batman. That's his only purpose, anyway. Or his favorite purpose. <laughs> the next one <laughs> makes me so happy. I just saw it. <laughs> Obviously, we, we, I randomized it, so we haven't looked ahead of time. But some of these pairings look like we would have just picked them. Here's our m- match made in um, Valentine's Heaven, Jabba the Hutt, and Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park. Oh, my goodness. I think they'd give each other gift cards to their favorite restaurants. I was going to say they're going to swap recipes. Ooh, <laughs> yes, a recipe swap. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Dennis Nedry actually cooks, though. I think he just enjoys to eat. That's true. He, he's more of a vending machine guy. Yeah, he's got all those snacks on his We would give Jabba as a vending machine for Jabba's palace. He's like, you want one of these, trust me. Yeah, you can put your gross little frog snacks in inside there and just push a button. Boom. Out they come. Yeah. I think Jabba would give Dennis. Dennis is clearly upset about his job. Like, that's the whole reason the whole thing falls apart is because he doesn't feel like he's getting respected or paid enough for all the work he's done. And I'm sure that Java has some sort of computer systems in there. It looks a little primitive, but I bet there's more computer stuff in there than you would think. So maybe he gives Dennis a job. I don't know that Java would have a need for a computer whiz like Dennis. You don't think so? No. It's a Valentine's, Valentine's Day fail. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Dennis would give Jabba one of the dinosaurs. The Rancor. Oh, yeah. is now gone. He of course, Jabba dies new... soon after, but uh, in this alternate Valentine's universe... Right. Jabba's still alive. And he, he needs a new beast in his cellar there. Seems kind of obvious now. Yeah. So and it would be the unsuspecting, the little, you know, Dilop- Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus? Dilophosaurus. The one that kills Dennis? Yes. <laughs> in this alternate reality where Dennis, you know. I was thinking T-Rex, but Dilophosaurus are terrifying as well. Right. It looks all innocent there. The people wouldn't stand a chance. Oh, two Disney villains here got paired up. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast and Scar from The Lion King. I think that they would just want to spend some quality time together out hunting. Oh, on the prairies? Yeah. The pride lands? Yeah. The deer, the gazelle, the whatever they want to, you know. They'd be like the ultimate sportsman hunters. Bula, bula, bula. They'd yeah. see who could get the the most exactly. kills. 
Yeah, sounds horrible. But that would be their quality time right. together. I think you're right. I think they would do some sort of activity. Mm-hmm. They're both active. Yes. Uh, Scar's not really active, but Gaston could help him become more active. Still needs to hunt and eat. Yeah, Scar looks a little more emaciated than Mufasa. I think Scar doesn't uh, get out That's just because enough. he doesn't have all the uh, lionesses to hunt for him. Mm, interesting. He just has to wait for the mice to come to him. Right. This is why it'd be good. He and Gaston could get out and do some hunting together. He learn how to cook his own meals instead of waiting for the women to do it for him. Now, what would Maleficent give to General Hux? I think they would get along really well, those two. As well as villains can. I think they would try to take over the world together. Which one? The fairy tale world or the Star Wars world? Both. Mm. I think Maleficent would uh, become a dragon and help scare off Kylo Ren for Hux. Mm. So that Hux doesn't have to be second string anymore. I was going to say Maleficent would give Hux uh, a, a room in her castle. <laughs> I think Hux is just tired of the First Order and just needs a, he he just a, needs a quiet place. He needs place. a vacay. Yeah. He's going to go vacation at her dark tower. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that Snoke has some sort of dark artifacts that Hux probably, like, stole after Snoke died. Mm. And I think he would just give, like, some evil sword or So he's re-gifting? Object. Not re-gifting. He's gifting a stolen oh, item. Oh, true, yeah. true. <laughs> Hux does seem like a re-gifter, though. Pretty sure he'd be a re-gifter. <laughs> if you could get one gift from a villain... What gift would you want from a villain? Me? Yep. Any gift from any villain. I don't want a gift from any villain. Oh, come on. Hmm. You don't want makeup tips from the Joker? Mm, he's not very good at it. Touche. I want Kylo Ren's helmet. He just like smashed it up and I'm just like, no, just give it to somebody that will care for it. Yeah. I want that. You'd appreciate it. Yeah. I'd take care of it. <laughs> what about you? Not so easy know. of a question, is it? It's a very hard question. I'm struggling. I asked it without knowing my own answer, so. Anyone in the Empire, you could just ask for, like, a TIE fighter. Your own personal TIE fighter. There we go. I want Darth Vader, personally, to gift me a TIE fighter. What kind of TIE fighter? The standard TIE fighter? No, the um, Special Forces. Oh, First Order? So I guess that wouldn't be Darth Vader giving it to me then, huh? Mm. Uh, but that is my favorite TIE fighter. So... I need Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. to give me a Special Forces TIE Fighter. So we both asked for things from Kylo Ren. We did. That doesn't seem fair. (laughs) He's a popular guy. He's one of those Valentine's Day people who's like got multiple that he's got. Yeah. You know, he's got got a a meetup at four and five and six and seven. He's got a few people expecting gifts from him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a a bit of a player. It's the hair. I thought you'd say it's the mask. It's the helmet. No, it's the hair. (laughs) well we hope you enjoyed our valentine's day episode let us know what you think villains would gift each other or what gift you would want from any villain you can follow along with us on instagram or twitter at elsewhere underscore pod and happy valentine's day and happy beeps happy beeps